Well now, James, they've changed the regulations concerning the air boxes and the wings, and yet you're still extremely fast. How do you do it? Big balls. It's been a while, but welcome back to the hot lap. Um, life got in the way. I'm with Alex. We are actually live watching the last eight minutes of practice one at Brazil. USA, Lewis Hamilton's champion. Alex is not entirely happy with that, but there you go, Alex. Hello. Long time no see, really, isn't it? It's been a while, did you it, see? It, ha- it has been a while. So, the news of Lewis Hamilton, it's old news now, being a three-time world champion, how, how did you take it? Mm, I think I went out to the pub. I bought a round of uh, champagne for everyone in the pub that was there. And I just wanted to celebrate his uh, world championship. Did you really? Mm. <laughs> Mm. Uh, um, no, we all uh, know knew it was going to happen, and obviously prior almost to the weekend starting, I think we had a very good, uh, clear signal that it was probably going to happen, given what was happening with Vettel and and everyone else. Don't you think? Yeah, I think with the, with the Vettel getting a penalty and the fact that we know Rosberg's, you know, um, apart from uh, half maybe half a dozen races a year, not as good as Hamilton. Um, that's it. Yeah, it, it, it was a, it was quite a good race, though. We, we can't deny that. It was, yeah, it was, can't complain. We go through this stage, don't we, of roller coaster races where we get one, and we get a real dull one, and then we get a good one. Um, I mean, at least at least we had different lead changes, yeah, and we had people fighting for fighting for the lead. You didn't really know who was going to win it. I mean, it's it, it's in terms of forget the fact that. Whether you're a Mercedes, a Ferrari fan, or anything, um, that race, I think, I, I think would have like um, you couldn't really look away. It kept you, you, you know, it kept you your attention the whole race, which is something that are probably only about two or three other races have done this season. Yeah, and it it's just a shame that it wasn't a race where champ, world champions were fighting each other. You know what I mean for the world championship. It was. Yeah, I mean, had that. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, definitely this season. Yeah, I mean, had that been had that been the last race of the year, um, and 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 there'd, there'd been like twenty points between maybe Vettel, Rosberg, and Hamilton. That'd have been an absolute barnstormer, wouldn't it? So yeah, um, regrettably, regrettably for many fans, it wasn't. Um, uh, for for the uh, Hamilton supporters, uh, a lot of England, they'll be happy. I was happy. Um, but then again, what did you do? What did you do? I celebrated, I cheered, I whooped, I teared. Tears. You cried. There, there, there was a little tear. Really? Down. No, 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 there wasn't. I was very happy, though. No, the, I, think, I think the only time I, I got I got teary was when David Coulthard won the Grand Prix in 2000. So. What, because he won his first one? No, in 2000, when he won the British Grand Prix, my first British Grand Prix I went to, there's a little tear in my eye. I see. So I, I welled up. Oh... Did you keep the tears? Uh, yes, it, uh, I bottled them. I handed it to him, asked him to sign it. I um, are now not allowed within 500 feet of him. But anyway, moving on. Um, so, so there we go. We have, uh, I think that's Nico Rosberg on the practice, as we're watching the live practice session, going um, uh, completely wide. I'm assuming that was him because he's got a slightly darker helmet than Lewis most of the time. Yeah. So, um, Lewis nearly didn't make the Grand Prix, did he? The, what did the Brazilian Grand Prix? Because, um, well, there were rumours that he was partying too hard, didn't feel very well, but he's here and he's ready to go, according to him. Yes. Uh, are you up to date with the latest on that one? No. No, talk to me, Alex. Uh, he had a car crash in Monaco in, in the his, early hours. Was it Monday. in his Zonda? Yes, it was. Oh, no. Due to his partying hard, of which this isn't rumour, this is him admitting that on mon- early Monday morning, he'd been out partying, and due to fatigue, he crashed into three parked cars. Due to fatigue? Yes. Right. So, partying hard... I mean, let's be honest, right? In the grand scheme of things, yeah, um, had that been one of our friends or whatever, you'd pro- yeah, or someone we know, you'd probably say that probably was a bit irresponsible, and that's kind of being kind, isn't it? What he did? Uh, you're his fan... Don't let me comment on it. Because it's <laughs> a really bad 
No, but I'm playing a devil's advocate. I mean, if he was that fatigued, fatigued of the crash of car, you really shouldn't be driving. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, basically, I, I can't really think about it any other way. I can't really, def- you can't defend that, can you? Uh, no, if you, it's like drink driving. If you feel it, then don't do it. If you feel it, don't do it. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, Not in all aspects. No, but no. leave around drink driving. If you feel slightly tipsy, don't don't drive. That's uh, Alex's motto. If you feel uh, slightly tipsy, don't drive. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Um, but there, there we go. I mean, let's let's quickly let's quickly run down the USA Grand Prix. But Lewis Hamilton won. Uh, Nico Rosberg second. Vettel third. Um, I mean, I mean, we'll just really, 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 just briefly touch on it. Who is a who? who any stand? Uh, Lewis Hamilton did do a very good job. I think Vettel, considering he started, you know, fairly back, he did a very good job as well. Max was there, did not doing a too bad job, and uh, Jensen Button in the points. I mean, I mean, I mean, any other standout stars for you for that race? No, you you pretty much uh, clock those uh, those couple of people in there that have done really re- reasonably well in that race. Yes, I'm not uh, saying it's Ferrari, but I always think to start from the back and get towards the front is still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yes, he was helped by the safety car. They all were. I mean, Hamilton was helped by the safety car. Rosberg, um, kind of like the safety car helped him at one point. So, um, it was almost you, you know, but Vettel, he still had to. I've I've never really said he's an amazing racer in in the mid in the mid pack, but he did. He had to pass quite a few people. To he still had to pass people to get to get up to third. Really Maldonado. Yeah, including including Maldonado, who of finished Raikkonen as well. Don't forget those two; they're also slowly becoming a uh, Raikkonen, uh, um, a Maldonado in the making. Pastor Raikkonen or Kimi Maldonado? Yeah, yes, absolutely. And Bottas, there is there does seem to be some kind of vendetta going on there, doesn't there? Yeah. But so, just looking at it's not it is nice to see Lotus out and about, isn't it? Uh, in the practice session, sorry, going out to the Brazilian Grand Prix. Bear in mind, I believe their doors were closed at the beginning of the weekend. Yeah, another another race where they've been almost been told you ain't going to be doing anything this weekend. Um, but they're they're out and again. But clearly, Lotus aren't bailing them out at the moment. Renault, yeah, but what are Renault doing? Renault, I mean, yeah, what the hell are they doing? They they said to the judges that they're going to be bailing them out, and they didn't. Uh, well, they, well, they said to them and. Goodness, what the hell are they doing? I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Renault um, are arguably the main. They were the biggest pushers for this kind of engine. I think, and then uh, probably second was um, Mercedes um, for for this turbo engine and everything. And and yeah, it's, it seems such a shame that they're not um, they're they're not doing their job properly, so to speak. You know what with what they promised. Um, yeah, yeah, and and of course. We've got it confirmed that they're two drivers for next year. Yeah, I mean, I was really happy that Jody and Palmer got confirmed. You called it rather than me. Said it. I didn't really think it was in the back of my mind, but I didn't feel it was much of a possibility. Thinking they might go the pay driver or someone like that that, that could bring in sponsorship, which I'm sure Jolian does because of I think you know um, of who his dad is, but not maybe as much as some other um, you know, like maybe a foreign driver. So I was really really happy that at least he's got his chance and passed. I mean. He he, be really needs to beat Pastor Maldonado next year. I mean, that's that's minimum, doesn't he? Yeah, I I just I just feel a bit disappointed, really. I mean, let's be honest. Renault is an established team. Mm-hmm. And okay, PK Junior isn't exactly the most established driver in the day when they were running. Um, and Overlining was a bit of an unknown quantity, but but basically. I feel a bit that Renault could have probably done better with their driver lineup. Oh, I, I, I probably in my in hindsight would have still tried to pick Julian Palmer for a year just to see. It's the fact that it's the big problem for me is is, is who's on the other side of the garage because that doesn't make any sense for uh, essentially a blue chip what which should be a blue chip works team next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's like how do I put it? So it is. Is it a bit like I don't know? I'd expect it from sort of Force India, but I I wouldn't expect it from 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 Renault. No, 
I mean, Renault, this team, this team was winning championships, you know, in 2005 um, and, uh, um, you know, 2005, 2006. They were winning races not that long ago, a couple of years ago, um, you know, under, under Lotus Renault. And before that, they were Benetton. They were winning world champion, you know, again, world championships as well yeah. under the guise of Benetton. So it's almost akin almost to McLaren, McLaren hiring Pedro Diniz, really, isn't it, in one way? Yeah. yeah. Are we digressing again? Oh yeah, we are. Sorry, sorry. Okay, but but we'll be, 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 before we finish on, on, on our USA Grand Prix, um, uh, the, the big talking point, other than Lewis winning winning it, is um, the first corner. Was Lewis too harsh? Yes. You think so? Uh, I always think that you should probably go a bit easier on your teammate. Okay, would you say you were playing? You're playing F1 online i know it's completely different yeah right um and you were in a similar position with the championship knowing that you could have won it would you would you have tried to would you have done almost the same tactics in terms of you know you didn't uh as as lewis did at the first corner or would, or would you have given him more space um i would have given him more let's be honest he had it pretty much in the bag he did and and we've seen it time and time again where I don't know. I just think maybe. I don't know. I just. Is it? It's not because I, I, I'm generally not a massive fan of Lewis, but I just think that trying to run anyone off the track, I always feel, is a bit of a. What's the point? I, I just don't really think it's very friendly. That's all. Maybe it's because we're British and we don't. It, it, I know what you mean. It definitely was, even for me, oh, a bit like, okay, it was, I probably let it slide because it was Lewis, but had it been Rosberg, I'd have been a bit annoyed. So, yeah, I think, yeah, you're probably right. Um, it was, yeah, it was it was definitely right on the edge of, of what is nice and, and shoving someone off the track. And, yeah, and, and you could make an argument, had it not been for the start, where they very rarely do penalties unless it's obvious, yeah, had that been, um, had that been during the race... You could have almost have seen that being investigated. For example, had it been on, you know on the fifth lap, you know that kind yeah. of a manoeuvre. Um, having said that, in, I'm not. I'm not defending Lewis. If Rosberg was a bit of a better racer, he would have braked early, and then sweep back on the inside, uh, pushing the accelerator infinitely early to get past Lewis. If he was thinking, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I know it's easier said than done now. But if he, if he thought, okay, he's going to brake really late, I'm going to basically turn in and nail the throttle, so I'm going to beat him out to the next corner. Yeah, but then again, this has been one criticism on Nico anyway, hasn't it? That he's not very, a very good racer, and unfortunately, unlike Vettel has done, I think uh, you know um, uh, at times pro- proven me wrong. I don't, I don't really feel that Rosberg, uh, other than the odd bit of defending now and again, he's really proven anyone, uh, us, well, me, any different that he's not really that good a racer. He's not that good at passing. He's not that good at coming through the field. And I think when someone is. I think uh, Mexico, he, he did he did okay, but I feel that when someone is within half a second of him constantly, he's got he seems to make mistakes. Like USA, um, you know, Lewis was catching him, he ended up making that bizarre mistake, for example. Yeah, when he's out front, he seems to be in the world of his own, but seems to struggle a bit with um, again. He, he just then struggles, I think, when he's when he's got to race people. Yeah, which is a bit, which is a bit unfortunate. Um, so, they, uh, I mean, there you go. I mean, who, who is your who is your star of the race? Then I'm assuming you're going to say Bettle for finishing third. Um. Hmm. Let's go with Vettel. Okay, I, I'm going to go with Lewis. Obviously, for winning the championship and and and, and winning the race, and kind of like a dropping the ball moment for Rosberg, really. And so um, I think for me that if we were going to have a negative moment of the race or whatever, it probably would have been him because I still felt, you know, 15 laps to go. It was kind of Lewis was catching him, but it was still his to lose, really, wasn't it? Until he made that mistake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 No, I. Yeah. It's. Uh, mm. I oh, see. 
I'm not sure because I didn't watch the race live because unfortunately work's got in the way. So I'm struggling to remember. Well, what happened what... was uh, Rosberg had like a couple of seconds lead. Lewis was catching quite fast by a few tenths a lap. And then before even Lewis got anywhere near the DRS zone, he just went off basically under the, you know, under maybe under the pressure. He may, maybe potentially made a mistake. I mean, Rosberg was very good in the wet, during, better than Lewis during the beginning of the race because Lewis seemed to have burnt up his tyres. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, so, so I, he, he was, you know, in control of the race more so than Lewis. You know, most most of the time. So I, I just think he kind of like um, kind of like you know like drop drop the ball, so to speak. But 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 there we go. Um, but Mexico, the Mexican Grand Prix. I'm I'm assuming Vettel's not going to be your man of the race there. What happened to Ferrari? Exactly. I, I, well, I mean, I mean, Kimi Kimi Raikkonen and obviously um, uh, Mr. Bottas uh, were getting close to each other again, weren't they? Yeah, uh, for the second, well, it, it just seems, yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? I mean, obviously, in this, in, in for this particular one, it was clear that really Wykeland was uh, probably in the right more so than the last one. Um, because Wykeland's car was a lot further ahead, wasn't it? It was. It was. It was. It was. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. De- I mean, without without a doubt, Raikkonen, it was his fault with the Russian Grand Prix. So, but, but, but once again, I can't help but feel, though, that Raikkonen, only, had he given him just a tiny bit more space, I still couldn't see how Bottas was. I don't think Bottas would have got by anyway. Um, because he, cause he's, he was made, Bottas, if I remember looking at it, the corner, he would have made the corner so tight. On acceleration at, at, at that next corner, I think he, he still may have struggled to get past Raikkonen. Mm. But, but yeah, we'll never know. Um, uh, so I mean, for me, that was a lot more of a racing incident than than, than for example, Raikkonen's or Bottas's fault. I felt. Mm. Yeah. So um, I, I mean, what do you think of uh, Nico Rosberg winning the race? It was another, as I said, going back a couple of minutes ago, that was one of those races where he had it in control, didn't he? Yeah, he kind of had it, yeah, he had it in control. You kind of felt that it was all over the weekend he seemed to have a, just a couple of, maybe a tenth and a bit on Lewis over the whole weekend. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he seemed to be, he did seem to be a, a lot stronger. I think, um, and Lewis ended up making too many mistakes. I think had Lewis got within a second of him, with you know constantly with three or four laps to go, it may well have been a different story. But for whatever reason, he couldn't. Rosberg had it had it under control. He, I think, he needed he needed that weekend to win after getting pole because I think had Lewis passed him again, it would just would have destroyed him. As I keep saying, so yeah, yeah, he he, he let's be honest, he needed a bit of a confidence booster, didn't he? But um, especially before the end of the season. It, yes, he absolutely. Um, but then Lewis said um, they were. Uh, he wasn't really criticising his team. He was saying that Mercedes were very uh, after the race, were very warm, warm to Nico after he'd won the championship, which is a bit bizarre. Uh, again, so. we could be slightly digressing here, but what is going on at that team? I know. Well, you, well, we, well we, let, let's digress then. What is going okay. on with that team? Cause, because then you hear things. You hear Nicky Lauda going to Ferrari. There's stories about that. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. Explain, Alex. Do you know? Uh, you probably you might know know more about it than I do. I don't I understand. Know about Lauda going to uh, Ferrari. That's it, the first I've heard about. Really? It. Okay. It, it was like a rumor, and obviously Mercedes and Lauda have, uh, you know, appeared to, to deny it. Vettel says all these rumor talks help Ferrari anyway, which they probably do. You know, helped obviously destabilise the Mercedes team. It's just very, very bizarre. Um, and obviously, we know for a fact that, for example, when Rosberg threw his hat uh, back at Lewis after Lewis uh, threw it on his yeah. on on his, on his lap, yeah, probably yeah. Lewis shouldn't have thrown it on his lap. Was a bit silly, but in front of um, the USA crowd, you, you know, because you know, it wasn't in front of the crowd. It was um, they're, they're all watching it on the telly, you know, behind the behind the podium. Uh, uh, Rosberg threw it back, and then Rosberg got booed on stage because everyone thought he was a bad loser. Obviously, he was frustrated. I think uh, Rosberg is he's he's never been the best really at PR, and, and you can see that in terms of Vettel. Lewis has got a big fan base. You know, Vettel has, Bottas has, Raikkonen has. I I don't I don't really sense there's a big fan base for Rosberg. Maybe that's because. Is it because Alex he says, "Oh, at the Monaco Grand Prix, oh yeah, I'm from Monaco. This is my home race. 
Oh no, I'm Germany. I'm German. This is my home race. Oh, hello, Finland fans. I'm Finnish. I mean, I don't know. It is there, but he doesn't really seem to have this solid fan base like quite most of the top drivers do. I forgot, obviously, Alonso and Button. Is there a reason for that, or, or am I completely blind to the fact that he does have a fan base? Uh, I, I sort of, I could be wrong, but certain German fans seem to love their German champions, don't they? Like Vettel and Schumacher and stuff like that. Yeah. But not so much Adrian Sutil. And Rosberg isn't a champion yet, is he? No, so it's not. He, but, but, but Vettel was liked. There was a there was a lot of hype behind Vettel even before he became champion. Um, and even Marcus Schumacher, you know, you know, back in, for example, 92 and 93. And I kind of felt that Rosberg hasn't really had that kind of hype. People haven't really been talking about him being a potential world champion like they would with, for example, Vettel, like they did with Alonso at Minardi. They, they, for whatever reason, I've not really heard that talk until maybe Mercedes. Um, mm. uh, for lots of people, you know, I mean, people have mentioned it in interviews, but in terms of like a general consensus, even to the casual fan. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Ros, Rosberg is is massively under. Um, something or the word is, but basically he's he, he's trounced by Lewis and obviously Lewis's fan base, isn't he? Oh yeah, to be honest. Um, which makes it obviously a bit awkward for him. Um, whilst to some extent a Ferrari, it's very equal because you've still got a lot of people following Vettel and you've still got a lot of people who love Raikkonen. But in in the Mercedes team, you've got it is quite difficult, I think, to win a race or to do something. And I don't know. Let's say you pull a move on Lewis, you you do it, and yep. know, it goes off the track. Most people would there'd be nothing of it. But with the amount of supporters that Lewis has got, they then start booing and hissing at Rosberg. And yep, agreed. All goes crazy, you know, all that kind of stuff. And he does struggle, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's, it is unfair, but sometimes Rosberg's pretty much, I'm not saying he deserved it, but um, he's put himself in that position, uh, uh, rightly or wrongly, yeah. Um and yeah, and I mean, I feel he doesn't really have this mega fan base like I think Vettel, Button, Alonso, uh, Raikkonen do, um, potentially even Bottas is uh, in some play. Ricardo, obviously, you know, I'd put him below all that um, in terms of in terms of fan base and people that are interested in what he does, maybe away from the track and things like that. But um, what, 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 even if we go back slightly, yeah. what, in your opinion? Mercedes going to do? They've got two drivers that either try and run run themselves off the track. Lewis is sort of making snide remarks around, you know, they quite happily turn around to each other and pretty much say, well, they're getting preferential treatment or, you know, those kind of things. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I sense that similar, obviously the similar stuff happened between Prost and, uh, and Senna, and we know it did, and it has been reported. And I think in this day and age of social media where everyone's connected, we'd, it'd be similar to uh, what Rosberg and Lewis is now, you know, uh, in, the term, in terms of maybe the bitchiness, etc. I think Mercedes are just going to have to wait until something happens on the track. They can't tell, they can't tell them not to hit each other, because ultimately when those lights go out, Alex, uh, they've got no control over those two drivers, have they, and what they do. And no. and, they, and I think they they're just it's it's almost like we're all waiting for something to happen. I mean, I don't think it will ever happen. But would it surprise you, front row, turn one, Brazilian Grand Prix, if um if in a week's time we're talking about um them both coming together at the first at the first corner on the first lap? Would it? I mean, it wouldn't surprise either either of us, would it? At the race? No. No. I I I I know you'd be salivating at that idea because I'm not saying it guarantees, but uh, if that if that was guaranteed to happen, uh, Sebastian Vettel would would be looking fairly good then for a win, wouldn't he? Or Ferrari would? He would. Yeah, you're right. And he you're did right. say he's, he's aiming to win the next two races. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, you don't. I think I if it's com- completely well, it's going to be dry in Abu Dhabi, isn't it? Um, if it's completely dry in Brazil, which isn't always the case, um. Yeah, you might be right. I, I think if we have one of those mixed up races like like the USA, um, then absolutely there, there is always a chance. 
I, I only hope, come practice session two and three, that Vettel, I think if Vettel can be in qualifying within about, within half a second of those Mercedes, we know that Ferrari does seem to be better during the race than qualifying some of the time. Mm, I think there needs to be less than half a second. Yeah, oh, I mean, what would be nice then is, for example, uh, you know, both Ferraris to get ahead of, uh, like, like, they'd, like Williams did at Silverstone, both Ferraris to, to get ahead of both Mercedes at the start or something. Um, mm. and, and then potentially then we've got a race, you know? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't think the weather, I think it's probably not going to be as warm as probably would like it. No, Ferrari, no, no, Ferrari seem to prefer those warmer temperatures, which is why if, when we go to Abu Dhabi potentially, even though it is a twilight race, it is a different surface, it's a new surface, um, I think uh, they, I want to say they might be closer, but Brazil is such a tight and twisted track, and Ferrari really, historically, have been fairly solid there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we see Abu Dhabi is not a good circuit for Ferrari. No. No, 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 it's probably not, is it really? Um, so, I, I mean, quickly going back to the Mexican Grand Prix where not really that much happened at all other than obviously um, Kimi Raikkonen and Zavati uh, Bottas, who, I mean, man of the race really either had to be, for me, had to be uh, uh, probably Rosberg, uh, really, for fending, for fending off Lewis with... Um, I think special mention to the two Red Bull tip, to the two Red Bull drivers. Say that again. Um, uh, the man, man of the race for Mexico. Sorry, quickly going back to that. Probably mm. had to be Nico Rosberg, I'd imagine, with special mention to the uh, maybe the you know uh, Daniel Kvyat and uh, Daniel Ricciardo because I think that Red Bull beating all the Mercedes at what is a very fast track was not too bad. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that Red Bull was given the speed of the circuit as well because they did they say. It was meant to be faster than Spa. Uh, Monza. Yes, they did. The overall speed or something. The yeah. average speed was faster. And you had Red Bull challenging at the top. Yeah, basically. Hmm. Yeah, that was that was a bit of a shocker. It was, wasn't it? I didn't expect that. Not from Renault, but then they've... Haven't they upped their engine? Uh, not the that race. Um, this race they're using the new engine, apparently, I think. Oh, okay. I think, or, or, or Ricardo may have you. One of them may have been doing it. I know one of them got a penalty. Um, uh, you know, d- during the race, not during the race, but you know, before the race started. But, okay. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I think they. I think they'll still be. I think they'll be very competitive at Abu Dhabi as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, b- before we get into our, our Brazilian Grand Prix preview, I know we've been talking about it. Uh, uh, USA Grand Prix. Uh, just a quick mention: it might be off next year, apparently, because um, they're they're struggling to pay. Uh, the American Grand Prix. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh... For, for me, I'm I'm not being funny. I, I I will instantly now, almost instantaneously, and it is wrong. Just a portion of the blame to Bernie Eccleston and the amount the race fees are. Really, rather than solely yeah, being the circuit, it's because it's been subsidised by some sort of Texas government, yeah, government thing, and they're pulling the plug, which means that by pulling the plug, then they can't afford Bernie's fees or something. you know, based on ta- sales tickets and things, they can't afford it. Yeah, and obviously the the, the horrible weather at the uh, at the event for definitely Friday and Saturday didn't really really help with with practice sessions being cancelled and stuff. But it, but that, that, you know, unfortunately, that does happen. And imagine they got to pay some of the you know some maybe some of the tickets money back. But um, uh, that I mean, I like that it's not a horrible track. Um, it's better than some of the. For example, I I prefer that track to maybe I don't know uh, to. Some of the other, like like Korea, we've had or India and other places that are not on the calendar anymore. Hmm. Um, I still prefer Montreal for North America. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But I think in terms in terms of a, of, of an, a USA American Grand Prix, it's better than in the Indianapolis track, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah, yeah. And, was Fe- and Phoenix. That. I mean, I, mean I, th- I think the only track that uh, that I think would get excited about, but we'd would, would never have it again. For, for Grand Prix, which is Watkins Glen. Yeah. A lot of them run on airfields now, though, don't they? Disused airfields, especially yeah. in the... Yes, they do. They're, yeah. I mean, you've got Road America. I mean, I, th- I think there are there are other tracks out there where 
um, if done if done properly, uh, if updated a bit, their facilities they could they could have a Formula One race. But it is a massive financial investment and 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 at a massive cost to the circuit because they have got to invest in that and then they got to pay Bernie Eccleston a ridiculous well, you, you know, uh, amount of money, which is not good. No, and you can't you can't host a race just because. I don't know. It's got to make money at the same time, isn't it? You can't. What's the point of hosting a race if you can't make any money from it? Yes. Well, you, funny you say that. I, I mean, I know Silverstone, for example. I know a few years back they were making a profit on the actual race itself. Um, it was almost coming up even. But what what they into the where the money did come from is uh, because they're the home of the British Grand British Grand Prix, they would get through that a lot of other a lot of other business and stuff, and they do many things like that. So it was a massive advert essentially for 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 Silverstone, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I th- but then I think that's the concern with like Monza, isn't it? Because I think Monza's pretty much on the verge of of leaving. Um, I would. I mean, I mean, Germany. So, and and yeah, and I think things like Hungary. Well, we we could go through all this all day and look at all the circuits, but we know that the Middle East, for example, don't have anyone turn up, and China doesn't have anyone turn up. But that's purely funded all by governments and Arabs and kings and stuff, aren't aren't they? Yes. Yeah. 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 And you know, very rich families and and, and rich governments, but. We mentioned before, though. I mean, say for example, next year there was no Monza, there was no Monza, there was no Silverstone, there was no Germany. Yeah, I think I think you you kept that going for a, maybe a couple more years. I think uh, F one's audience would probably be at about fifty, thirty, you know, thirty percent of what it is now. People yeah. start uncaring, but but and the, the frustrating thing is, it's people at the top that don't really seem to see that, do they? No, and no. You, you know, you know. So, and for example, you take Spa out as well. That's gone one year. Montreal, you know, sometimes you know has gone one year. I think as well, been in danger of going at one point. Um, and and they're all classic circuits. And and you, yeah, you have the yeah. If you want to go to the Middle East, that's fine. You won't get any people turn up, and you'll eventually not get any, many people watching. I mean, in terms mm. of in terms of excitement, this has been quite a boring. You know, we've had a number of boring seasons. This has not been too great. Last year was only good because how close the title fight was. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and and I mean, even with Vettel winning and the Red Bull uh, dominating, uh, we've had quite we've had quite more years than most of it been quite a boring, you know, a boring a boring boring championship. Yes, yeah, as well. Yeah, which, which which doesn't help. But clearly, I'm preaching to the converts. So, so the, the Brazilian Grand Prix. Would it is it fair to say, Alex, that it's one of your favourite tracks to uh, to drive on? Uh, which Brazilian? Yeah, you know what? That I think this is a this is a circuit that I can't see many people disliking, to be honest. And certainly for me, um, it's a circuit. That, yeah, I would. I wish um, Project Cars would certainly use for GT3. Oh, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't that, it? That would be pretty pretty good. Um, but I do. It's you know, it's a quick it's a quick lap time, isn't it? And um, I like the fact that you know you've got various uh, heights and um, you know you, it's it's actually a fairly quick circuit. Yeah, you've got a few short sort of corners and um, tight corners, but actually it's a very quick circuit. It is. It, it is very quick. I mean, you don't really. I mean, there's no. There, there's probably like one proper proper hairpin. I think turn ten. You know that that really slow one. Yeah. Yeah. You know where where you, where you do go fairly slowly, but but yeah, it really is. Other than that, you're absolutely right. It is really quick, and the, and the important thing, it flows really well. Every corner flows. No, I, there's not one corner I, I completely di- I, I really dislike. I I, I mean I, I remember when I'm racing on it uh, in F1 games. Uh, I've all, I always have had trouble at the uh, penultimate the pro- the last proper corner. You know, coming onto the straight. Um, I always feel like I either overcook it or could have accelerated early. And the first corner, I can never get my braking point 100% right <laughs> some of the time. Yeah, yeah. I love, no, I do love this. I love that circuit. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, it's got the, yeah, it's got the centre S in there. And when you look at it, there are points on the circuit as a spectator where you can sit and you can pretty much see most of the circuit, which is fantastic. Yeah, it, it's a bit of a mini brand hat. And a, but, Ticket prices are really cheap as well. 
Yes. I mean, obviously, obviously, for some people, Brazil might not be the nicest place to go, um, especially if you st- um, go away from the tourist areas. I mean, we, I mean, we've heard stories, for example, of I think, uh, you know, um, you know, engineers getting mugged and things like that on the way to the hotel or on on the way to the track and having their uh, and having oh dear me or having their absolutely absolutely or having their um you're you're uh, you're slagging off. You're starting to slag off Brazil now. Bernie's not happy. He's not. He's not. He's not. Easy. Well, this is amazing. I mean, I mean, the Brazilian Grand Prix is lovely, but this is this um, clearly appears to be a circuit where uh, <laughs> where the, the facilities aren't particularly great. I remember the amount of times um, he'd slag off Silverstone vainly in other circuits, and I'm thinking Brazil's even worse than that. You know, they have power cuts constantly and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so far, we haven't heard of anyone being robbed, which is quite a, um, a first. No, exactly, exactly. No, absolutely, absolutely. I completely agree. So, um, so yeah. Anyway, um, Brazil, as you said, it is a short track. It, uh, pole position last year was Nico Rosberg. The podium was Rosberg, Hamilton, and, and believe it or not, Massa, um, who, who's always gone really well at that track. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, there's yeah. It's strange, really, isn't it? That, to just go by racing at your home track, it just brings that extra couple of uh, tents. Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, I mean, if even Rubens Barrichello was always quick at the track, even though he had the worst luck there, or like you know having fuel problems, uh, you know, lead whatever he seemed to get in a good position, potentially to win the race or definitely get on the podium. Something seemed to happen. Yeah. Did he ever win it? Did he ever win? No, he didn't. No, he never did. No. Huh. Never won a deal. That's disappointing. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, here, here was the race where, if you remember, it got stopped a few laps early because Alonso didn't know the meaning of what a yellow flag was um, and crashed into, I think, Mark Webber's stricken Jaguar and Giancarlo Fisichella won the race, even though it was Raikkonen on the podium. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Was that what was on the start-finish straight, wasn't it? That Alonso yeah. just didn't... Yeah. And, yeah, and in hindsight, I watched that race again the other day. I'm amazed that I had I been a steward, and the fact that Alonso, you know, like uh, in these days, go under yeah, under double wave village was going that fast. Yeah, yeah. I would have banned him for a race. I mean, if that had, if that had happened today, no question, I think he would have been banned. The fame was going so fast under those double wave yellows; it's actually almost borderline disgusting, really. But there you go. Oh. Well, am, am I being too harsh? You think? Or? Even that he's a McLaren driver now. Yeah, but I think yeah, but I think I would have done. When I looked at that, I was actually quite horrified. But there you go. Um, uh, maybe because part of me think, had that race continued, Coulthard was looking very good because he just pitted uh, to, to 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 win that race. But there you go. Um, mm-hmm. Never mind. Wow. Oh. I mean, the, the, I mean, uh, this year, and also if you remember, two thousand one, it was at Juan Pablo Montoy getting past Michael Schumacher. I'm sure that upset you. Oh, is that one, another moment that's been lost in time to you and you've forgotten about? Uh, I don't know what you're going on about. <laughs> but did you remember that Grand Prix? But yeah, but, yeah, fair enough, because yeah, I think that's the cool time won that one, didn't he? Um, so you said you forgot most of that Grand Prix. Fair enough, but did you at least remember Jos Verstappen hitting Montoya in that race? Verstappen? What was he driving? Uh, it would have been an Arrows, and as Montoya was lapping him, he ran to the back of him. Oh, possibly... Was that on the back straight? Uh, yes. On the yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. the second, yeah, the second big straight. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm a bit, but I can't I imagine much else of that race. No. I don't. I can't remember what um, what Montoya's reaction would have been to that. No. Probably not good. I no, imagine. I was going to say. I bet it wasn't good. So I uh, see. I feel. I feel that F1 miss misses Montoya. He, he was quite a character. Um. Yeah. I. I think there's still too many people. Raikkonen, with a slight exception, that still keep it within them and don't uh, don't talk enough. And no, definitely. Um, so McLaren have got the most wins there, Alex. But only by two races, as Alex is now. So yeah, um, but, but but there you go. You're for so, so the Brazilian Grand Prix. What are your predictions then? Who do you think is going to win? I've no idea what? where we are. <laughs> I've no I idea where we are in the prediction game. 
No, I don't know where we are either. Um, I really need to sit down and work that I, one I out. I'll tell you what, we'll sit down and work it out for the last race in Abu Dhabi. But what we'll do, yeah, and I think because we missed two races, should we go with uh, Bernie Eccleston's double points for Abu Dhabi to make up for it as well for the last race? Oh, yes. Yeah? Okay, we'll do, we'll do that one. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, and because, because obviously you're behind at the moment, I figured, yeah. I, I figured that the rule for next year is the man behind gets to pick first. Try and make it even. Okay. Okay. And, okay. and I figured, I figured uh, we can't have the same top three. As long as it differs by one, that's fine, I'd imagine. Well, I thought we've always got by that, haven't we? We have, haven't we? Really, well, yeah, I think we have. Because it would be so easy for someone to have the lead like, yeah. by five points, and then uh, I'm going to copy you, etc., isn't it? So, But there we go. So, so, so what are your predictions for the Brazilian Grand Prix? Bear in mind, Lewis has never won this race yet. He has, but then he said that he wants to win it for Ayrton Senna, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah, that doesn't wind me up. Um, so I'm going to go with Lewis. Yep. Oh, Vettel. Lewis who? Lewis what? Lewis, Nico, Vettel. <sighs> I know, it's boring. Well, I'm going to go with Lewis, Nico, and Raikkonen. Okay. Um, fastest lap? Not always Lewis, is it? No. It's mm. not always I'm going with Lewis for the fastest lap, probably, but it is not always Lewis. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with Nico. Oh, you're not going with Lewis. Uh, fair enough, I guess. I, th- I think you're the one that needs to catch up more. I think. I think when we do the results, but you were a lot closer than you were. Uh, you know, throughout the beginning of the summer. So, <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, be interesting. I don't know. Do you? Know, did you know the results of uh, the top uh, practice session? Yes. Uh, Lewis was faster by half a second. Followed by yeah. Nico Rosberg, and third was was it Vettel? Yeah. Who was fourth? Ricardo. Oh, where's I know we saw Raikkonen go off, not have a crash. He was fifth. Okay, fair enough then. Um, so really, really, it's, it looks like Mercedes have got an advantage. Not not an amazing one, but bear in mind it is a short track, isn't it? Um, but it's hard. Not it's difficult to see anyone really beating Mercedes. Um, and I think the only way that it could happen is if they get a bad call on a safety car. But in these days, where most races, thanks to the conservative Pirelli tyres, are normally one stop, maybe two, that's it. Mm. I mean, do you miss the races where they were three or four stops? Um, I do, because I felt that made it a lot more exciting. Yeah, you, I think you have... If it's going to be like a one-stopper, then providing it all goes well, nothing really changes much during the race. No. Whilst if you've got like a two to three stop one, there's always a chance of a lock wheel nut or, um, you know, either pitting too early or pitting too late when the tyres are, you know, there's so many different combinations and that's why the more pits, then the more... Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, the fact that, I mean, we've had races where, for example, the fact that it, the tyres do degrade a lot and the fact that new tyres are worth so much that if there was, for example, you know, a safety guard coming out, people would dart in the pits... Um, just so, because they knew at that particular track they could pass people so easy, you know, with that, with that, with all that extra tire they have. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. and we've seen people lose and win races on that as well, haven't we? So. Mm. Uh, yeah. Obviously not this year, unfortunately. Unfortunately. No. Um, they're generally about one stoppers, aren't they? One to two. One. I don't know if there's. Well, I appreciate obviously the more stops, but but that's because the tires are just holding out so well. Yeah, and it's a big shot. I mean, and Pirelli, I know, unfortunately, people criticise Pirelli all the time for their bad tyres, particularly at Silverstone, dangerous and stuff. But I can't deny, as we were just saying, when there were more stops, um, you know, because of the way the tyres were, and there was a big difference between the tyres and different strategies, the racing was a lot more exciting, wasn't it? Yeah. And that's kind of gone away these last two years or so. Yeah, and and I don't know how it's going to be next year. No one seems to say. No one seems to be saying about how the tyres are lasting so much longer and. Well, it's made, yeah, but it's made, yeah, they're not. But it's made it so boring. Yeah. 
You know, no. I mean, in this, in this, you know, reasonably boring season, that could have been one of the few things that spiced it up. So it could have been the fact that if Mercedes were going to be a bit silly and not pit, someone like Sebastian Vettel or one of the Williams boys could potentially, on newer tyres, get beat that Mercedes. Almost, yeah. you know, um, but it never, yeah, regrettably, it never quite happened. I mean, the, we saw it maybe happen in Malaysia, but I think that was Ferrari really more so, not with the tyres. That was them getting their strategy right and Mercedes having a clanger, you know, doing something stupid. Yeah. So. Plus Ferrari being one of the fastest as well, so that would have been handy. <laughs> well, well, they were at Malaysia, weren't they? I mean, Mercedes didn't really have, they were faster, but they didn't really have an answer once they messed up their strategy to Ferrari. Yeah, I mean their pace. You know, everyone thought after Australia they'd still win it, hands down. But Vettel and Ferrari ended up doing a stellar job. Yeah. So, I mean, and there we go. I mean, I, I guess that's uh, um, any F one news that we haven't mentioned. Um, I'm trying to think of. Let oh right, let me boot it up. Let me see what we've got. Uh, so we've discovered um, Lewis is. Uh, I feel tired, but I'm going to drive. Yes. Uh, let's have a look. I've discovered loads. Okay, if here's one for you. Mm-hmm. So it's not slightly news, but I got. I'll, it's a question. Who would you have had at Renault with uh, the drivers that are on the market? Um, drivers that are on the market. What available? Basically available, not signed up. People who are not to drive at the moment, uh, all those kind of things. Okay, okay. Um, I, I still would have picked, probably, possibly, Jodie and Palmer. Yeah? And the other one would have been, I may well have taken a bit of a risk, and I wouldn't be, it would be Maldonado, but I think it's almost a, it is almost a risk of putting someone like Stoffel Van Dorn in there. Wow. Only because, I think, from his point of view, he's not going to McLaren, so it's not a massive... He won't be under the same pressure we got someone like Perez or Magnussen was when they went there, you know? And I think yeah. he might have a have a better chance to shine. And if he destroyed Jody and Palmer, uh, we know, you know, Jody, he's, I don't think he's, he's a Lewis Hamilton or Vettel or Alonso, but I do think he's quite solid. You can't be bad, you can't be crap to win to win the GP2 Championship, but it did take him a few years. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, but you can't be a bad driver, and it'll be interesting to see if he was. You know, who, who's going to be the best substitute? The only, the, the only bad thing is you have two rookies there, which might not be a, a, a great thing. But then again, I, so I mean, what about you? Mm. I'd have suited as a reserve driver though, but simply because um, one of my friends likes to look at his girlfriend when, when they uh, zoom in. Oh, so. that's so shallow. It is, isn't it? It's shocking. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a difficult one, actually. I don't know why I bothered asking that. I'm sure if I was given a list of of people that I would have found someone from it. Who have we got that's uh, realistically you could do? Okay. Two I mentioned. John Eric Byrne. Oh, yes, of course. You've got Kovalainen, uh, you've got um, Kobayashi still potentially. It's not a million miles away if you wanted to. No, you've got uh, Alexander Rossi. You do. Uh, Will Stevens, because he hasn't been signed yet. No. Um, (sighs) Who's McLaren's test? No, they've, they've gone with Van Dorn still, haven't they? think so yeah magnuson's a free free on the market and he was rumored to be there uh, if they couldn't get gutierrez and obviously um uh Grosjean, they would have got magnuson in there apparently yeah oh. hmm. would you take a risk and uh would you have mick schumacher as a reserve driver mick schumacher yes <laughs> because he's, he's not 18 yet but I'm, but I'm, I mean, people are looking at him, aren't they? Now, uh, for both Ferrari and Mercedes, have one eye on him at the moment. Yeah, Red Bull probably snap him up. Well, you say you say they probably snap him up. Young driver program. I see. If I was his manager, I'd say don't go in the Red Bull Young Driver program. What well, I mean, 
it, it, it's a very good program up until the point you want to be successful in Formula One, yeah, and then it's yeah. really, really brutal when you the way you look at Toro Rosso have to have um, yeah. dealt with their drivers. Yes, you, yeah, you, yeah, it's either like Verstappen's doing at the moment or forget it. Absolutely, it, it is really uh, a, a difficult. It is difficult. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have to come back to that. Um, so, other news. Susie Wolf now long, now, uh, ugh, start that again. Susie Wolf has retired. I kind of don't blame her, really. I mean, when, when, in terms of Formula One, when she, they basically didn't give her enough confidence to be the reserve driver and they hired Sutil instead, that really was, uh, for me, a rhetorical middle finger to her, wasn't it, at the beginning of the year? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, with the reduction in testing as well, yes. I think you're gonna you're gonna struggle um, to get in there to prove yourself. And you have a look at some teams like I don't know. I think Lotus is one of them. They've got about two to three of them. I know, I know and I don't know. I don't really don't know why um, they do that because I don't know why testing is banned. We know that. But I don't know. I don't know why they can't. For example, they they did it differently. Like um, they had, for example, you know, the first practice session. Yeah, you are allowed. All teams are allowed a third car there with a, with a test driver if they wanted to. Yeah. And I thought, you know, you know, and they're, uh, that's what, and they're allowed that, and they could do some of the testing there with that driver. I think that'd be absolutely fine. And for the crowd, the audience, when we do have those that first practice session, when not much happens, you will have a lot more action on the track. Essentially, you've got another what twelve teams. You'll have another potential 12, 12 drivers there, and I can't see it. Uh, and then essentially, you almost bring the spare car back to a certain degree. Not that we need it with all, with all these stupid rules. There's engine rules and stuff, but you you know you've got spare lot you know a fully built car there, and then in theory I think all you need to do is put the gearbox and the engine in, assuming yeah. someone smashes it up. Um, and I think I think something like that, or, and, and you make it available to all teams would be fantastic. I mean, I, I mean, what would you think to try and solve that problem of testing out? If we had something like that, I mean, we had it in the past, didn't we? When um, I think people like you know Alexander Verts from McLaren when they didn't do very well one year and. And Anthony Davidson, you, they, they, you could only select teams, I think, that finished below the top five um, uh, could have a third driver for that first yeah. session. I think you, you, it's all, but the problem is it's all about um, cost cutting, isn't it? And to run a, a, an F1 test session per day goes into the tens of thousands of pounds. It, it does, and the only yeah, it does, and the only reason why I mentioned do it at the circuit because the circuit facilities are already there. You're not paying the circuit any more money. The only thing you are paying for it is that extra car. Yeah, and most of them, and most of these teams actually, well, not most of them. The ones down the bottom end up not paying uh, for the test because their their driver, um, through the sponsorship, pays for it. Yes. So. But I still think I know that for a fact that uh, uh, Manor are not at the last the Abu Dhabi test on the no. very last race um, straight after. So they're, they're, all their stuff is there, but they have chosen not to take part. Um, I think, but I think I can't remember which team it was, but someone's basically said, yeah, we'll be there because our test driver's paying us to be there. Uh, that is a sorry state, isn't it, really, of affairs? In in what essentially is the top... I mean, that's that, I keep saying that, you know, the premiership of, of motorsports, and I keep saying, and I'll say the analogy again, I mean, that's like you and me going to Arsenal saying, it's, it's £5 million, let's play for your team. And they go, yeah. OK. You know, it would never happen, would it? No, no. Um, and it will never stop. No, unfortunately, no, 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 it won't. But then, it, but once again, though, does the does the audience, the casual viewer at home, not you know, really want to see a bunch of rich people that have bought their way into a sport driving around? I, I'm going to say no. Um, really, it's the you know. Um, so sounds like another uh, bugbear of yours. I've got, I've, I've, regrettably, I've got lots of them, so. Yeah. But there, there we go, I can't think, other than the, uh, I think the Graham Lauder from uh, Manor deciding to resign. 
Oh, they lost loads of their um, top people, didn't they? Yes. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll, I think we'll see where that where that one where that one goes really. Mm. Um, so, because that that is very sad, especially after all they've gone through and they saved the team, they were back. Um, I guess I guess we'll have to see. So, we shall. Um, but other than that, it's going a bit queue again. I think it, it, it is. It is. I mean, even even on the game front, um, there Azeta Corsa uh, was teased for ne- early. I think June or something. I forgot a date next year, wasn't it? I didn't know. Did we have a date or just a month? No, there was actually a date. Oh, we did. I, have I a... think it was April the twelfth and fourteenth on Amazon. Oh, okay. All right. And the reason why a lot of people don't think it's like a placeholder name. Uh, which is sometimes at the end of a particular month, is there two separate dates in the middle of a month. I, I, I will still be surprised if it comes out that day, because we haven't seen any footage on the PS4 or Xbox One versions yet. No. I, I'm now Googling uh, on Amazon to see... It was on uh, Team VVV on their Facebook page. There it is. You can, you can pre-order it now. April 22nd. That's oh, sorry, April 22nd or 24th. Okay. That they got on. Uh, that they got on Amazon. Are you getting it? Uh, yes, I think I shall. Yeah, I think the only thing that will stop me getting it is if uh, the, there is some alarming previews that look really, really bad. Um, yeah. Uh, having said that, we uh, we were the mugs that got F one twenty fifteen. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, why did you just admit that to them? Well, people knew about that anyway, but it's something that. Probably uh, something you should really keep quiet. <laughs> it's a bit hard if you got a podcast about, it, but yeah, maybe we should have done. Maybe we should have done. Um, um, and you were saying that um, the new Project Cars. There is a new patch incoming. Project uh, Patch Six Point Zero. I've already got the. Um, you'll be pleased to know the patch notes have already come out. Oh wow! Okay. But um, obviously, what we're due to expect from patch. 6.0 is to include a new DLC package. Yes. Which is going to be for historic racetracks, which will be the old Silverstone, the old Hockenheim, and the old, uh, excuse my pronunciation, Rouen circuit in France. Oh, okay. Um, so it's three circuits, it would appear. And the and the free car is going to be a uh, a Lotus, a Lot an old Lotus F1 car, I believe. Oh, that's nice. Add to the other Lotus F1 cars that we have. Oh, that's good. So, a uh, quick look on patch six point zero. You can now choose to kick off players in on in online mode See, if they're annoying you. That is important, I think, for, for all of us because. When we're racing, yeah, don't get me wrong, Alex, there are people that make genuine mistakes. Like, there are people that I'll try and overtake you, I'll just outbreak myself, I've hit you, I kind of got an advantage from that, and I'll carry on. That does happen yeah. a bit, but it's, I, I think I think that that is, sometimes that's a mistake, sometimes that's someone being a dick, it's hard to really prove. But when you decide to go across the Monda Jacane and just take out someone, yeah, it's definitely people like that, without question, thank you and good night, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that 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 are people have been really gunning for for a while now. So that's good to know that they've brought that in. Um, there's going to be an option where you, during an online race, you can have a tick box which says that a mandatory pit stop must happen. Oh, that could be good if they sort out their bloody pit mechanics. Yeah, um, so you can force a single pit stop during any race. Would you, would you, as, if they got their pit stops right and, you know, you, you could set your pit, I mean, you can set your pit stop off, off and have a default pit stop before the race, yeah? Mm-hmm. But the problem is knowing, but then you'll need to know whether it's going to be dry, wet or whatever. And if you've got inclement yeah. weather, it's different. But would you normally be ticking that box? Would you want, would you tick that box in GT3? For example, if we have a eight lap race at Donington, would you, would you be quite happy to do races like that with a mandatory pit stop? I'd probably do mandatory pit stop from 10 laps onwards. Okay. So 10 lap race, mandatory pit stops. What are, 
I mean, they'll never have it. What would be nice if you had to, like in Formula One, they made you wear use two different, you know, two different tyres as well, which would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it would be nice to be able to, yeah, the, the option was there that you had to run a set of hards and a set of softs. Yeah, because that could come in under, strat- uh, under strategy as well. Exactly. Um, and they could even go as far, they would, to say, you start on what you qualify on. So if you think, okay, well, I'm going to start on the hard tyres and be fast at the end of the race. And I don't mind where I qualify or whatever. Yeah. But no, there's a lot they can do, really. Now they've got to do the pit stop tick thing. There's a lot more they could do if they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, option to set the race length by the time. So rather than it being five lap race, you can say you want a five minute race. Oh, that's interesting. That's not too bad. I think especially for, you know, the hardcore fans where, where in the GTs they'll have a two hour length race, won't they? Or, or how many hours rather than the actual... Uh, um, laps yeah yeah um and there's a option to allow ghosted vehicles so Im- immediately if you drive the wrong way you go as ghost thank god for that um hopefully that picks up people that have basically been stationary for more than 30 seconds and that are waiting for, to ram you which we've seen as well haven't we yeah um then it's basically fixing various bugs um what else? Uh, a few tweaks to tracks. Um, a few tweaks to a few cars. AI improved awareness and look ahead to help with situations in multi-class races where AI in a fast car would fail to avoid the player. Tire <laughs> update. Fix an issue on several tires to prevent FFB buzz. When thread becomes worn very thin, I don't know what that means. No. Um, oh, that one is a bit out there. Sorry. I said that one is a bit out there. I'm not too sure what that means either. Um. And then there's a few I'll track layout map images are now displayed on the quick track section screen. Oh, that's good. Um. Fixed an issue during pit stops where the pit crew mistakes ratios were too high. Mm. I think there's obviously something in there which, during a pit stop, you're it's not always going to work 100%. Like, you'll have a mechanic who's slow. Yes. Driver name tags above cars can now be shown on replays. That'd be quite good when you, when you want to name a shame on YouTube. Yeah. Um, then there's lots of improvements to the Oculus Rift, which is the uh, headset. Oh, okay, the Oculus Rift, yeah, which we don't do. Okay, that's not too bad. It's not too bad. That I mean, the most exciting thing for me about that patch is is really the the, the, the DLC and then the fact that you can have a pit stop during a race. But uh, the DLC, I mean, I'm really looking forward to Monaco and, and probably Silverstone. I, I just hope that. Um, that gets play. That's in the. That's in many people's playlists. Um, yeah. When they, when they, you know, if they, even if they don't buy it, I think, say, for example, you are, um, you know, the leader in the lobby, so to speak. You can select it, and because they've downloaded it in the background, because well, when you when you buy the DLC, that's just essentially an unlock code that it won't give you, but it gives the console, doesn't it, to unlock that bit of DLC. Yeah. 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 Um. So, so really, you can have you, you. I could race with you without. Having the DLC, if you pick that track, for example. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, although I'm pretty sure, well, we'll both end up purchasing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's going to be fun. I mean, it, uh, that's, that's definitely. I think even for Formula the, uh, Formula A's, I still find are far too skittish in this uh, in Project Cars. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a tiny bit uncomfortable, but. I think Formula, it'd be interesting. I think Formula B will be quite fun on there, potentially, because you really do get, you know, you get a nice slipstream there. And I think if you're within a second, it would be a very, very close race. Formula Golf yeah. could be a bit funny. But I think GT3 is going to be brilliant there. Other than other than the Le Mans circuit, I think Hockenheim's going to be pretty much the only circuit where it's going to be all down to slipstreaming, really, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so you get a bit of that Monza, I guess. Um, yeah, but it's just not really long enough, is it? No, no, no. You feel no, no not really, no. Um, and then obviously you've got the uh, if you choose to have like low downforce, you've got that really twisty, twisty section down at the. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, and if you do, and if you do decide to have low downforce, good, God, God help you when it rains in that part of the track. Yeah, exactly. So uh, on Project Cars, I would like it, and I don't think we have it though, um, to rain in one part of the circuit and be dry on the other, and that's like that and Spa are two perfect places where that that is realistically achievable, you know, in in real life where it's happened, and we've had it in some of Jeff Cameron's F1 games where it does rain on a part of the circuit, not the other, and that and that'd be quite fun as well. If they ever yeah. Did, well, right. No, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, but if you remember the 2000 um, German Grand Prix, you know, the one Barrichello one was very much the case. Yeah. Walking up, walking up to a corner in the dry, but then realizing, oh, this part of the track's wet. Yes, yeah, so, and then yeah, so so say for example, the stadium was you know wet soaked, but the, all, everything else was completely dry. It really be it really will be a case of what do you do? Yeah. You know. Um, and it'd be interesting to see, you know, what would be faster there. So, but again, I, th- I think that's about it, Alex. I can't think of anything else. No, still sweet FA on the F1 game. I don't think there's going to be. A, I think that that will continue into Christmas and past Christmas. And uh, I can only hope we get some kind of announcement. Um, I really hope the uh, they've got they've got the engine now. That would have been the hard bit, which you and I have said is really solid. The actual racing, yeah, it, is good. It's to say. Um, so, really, I can't see how difficult it would be to, to not have an F1 game out in April. I know they won't. But when you look at Project Cars, what, they can get tracks out, new, new cars, not, you know, not even reskinned F1 cars, new cars, which, entire, which I'm sure involve, involve a lot more coding than a, new, a slightly different F1 car. I can't see how Codemasters can't get an F1 game out for April. Um, and they've had all this time to polish it up with a career mode and with all these other options and a co-op career mode and things. Mm. Yeah. So. I almost don't think we'll ever see another patch for F1. No, I don't think we will. That's what I, no, I think. No, and we, none, none, of this, none, none of this promised updates either. No. I mean, I think, I, I think the last time you and I played the F1 game, probably, I'd probably say was maybe early September or late August, if that. Because it's all been Project Cars, hasn't it? That's, if I try and think of the last time we actually picked up that F1 game. Yeah, late September, I think. Yeah, yeah, and well, we're getting on now for nearly you know, a month and a half. And I, unfortunately, unless one of us has a really, you know, really wants to play it again on the multiplayer or whatever, um, I can't see us picking it up again, especially with the Project Cars DLC, Old Hockland coming out, that, the rumoured A1 ring. And think you know, and going ahead, I can't see us picking that game up again. Um, you know, on a serious like to have like a proper, you know, one to two hour multi- multiplayer session again. Am, am I yeah. wrong? Or no, no, no. I think I think you're quite right. I think you're very right. I think we've it's had its it's had its day almost. Unless they're going to make some form of change that we need to go and test it out. Yeah, but they promised us updates, and we're now. At the penultimate race, we haven't had any car updates. I mean, Force India's had that new front, bizarre front wing, you know, for goodness knows, you know, well over, well, since Silverstone. Um, so, yeah, there are going to be no updates. They did lie to us. I'm not going to, didn't they? I mean, I, you know, I'm not, I can't sugarcoat it. They lied. Yeah. But yep. there you go. Um, anyway, anyway, on a positive note, let's hope we have a really good race. And let's hope patch six comes out by the next time we, we, we speak so we can talk all about it. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, guys. Speak to you soon. See you later. Mark Webber has food poisoning and goes beyond the call of duty. Going to Understood. Box, box, box. I'll try and stay up, mate. I am, I am, I am eating in the car, but I'll see how I go.